This episode is brought to you by Chris Judd Tarot, where you can get a personalized tarot card reading for as little as $10. From a single card drawn just for you to a 10-card spread, complete with your destiny number, your life path number, your current year number, and answers to all of the questions you have for the cards, there's a tarot reading for every budget. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to another episode of Not Just Another Tarot Podcast. My name is Chris. I'll be your host every now and then. Coming to you live today from the Lollipop Guild, who would like to welcome you to Munchkinland. Today is August 5th, 2022, and our card for the day is the Seven of Pentacles. When Seven shows up, you can expect a grand quest for answers and for the truth. It's not satisfied with surface level information or simple explanations. It believes those things are frivolous. And if there's one thing seven is not, it's frivolous. It knows the diamonds are buried deeper, so it won't stop until it finds them. Then it'll keep digging for more. Exploring the mysteries of life gives seven its purpose. Seven is well known for its analytical skills and investigative abilities. It's extremely detail-oriented, but it isn't driven by tangible realities. It follows its inner wisdom, its heart, and its gut. Seven has a keen eye, making astute observations with a quick wit and an inventive spirit. Seven asks questions, researches, listens, and senses, using all its special abilities in its search for enlightenment and knowledge. It enjoys compiling and consuming information to find the answers that it seeks. Even with all its analyses, all its questions, and all its research, it has a strong intuition, which it follows first and foremost. Seven is innately curious, and it knows there's an infinity of questions to be answered, which makes the world a fascinating place. It's interested in many subjects, and it wants to find as much understanding and knowledge as it can. Practical or metaphysical, doesn't matter. Seven just plain wants to know more. However, Seven's not just an information sponge. While it's driven by an inner fire to find all the information it can get its hands on, its real strength lies in sorting through that information to separate the useful from the meaningless, the important from the mundane, the fact from the fiction, to stay on track, following the most valuable wisdom. Even though Seven finds spirituality important, it follows a more intellectual path through life than an emotional one. Combining the conscious and subconscious thoughts, it can be a beacon in the darkness, easily accessing hidden truths. Seven knows and understands that there's always something deeper, something unseen, something unseeable out there. It finds religion confining and limiting, even stifling at times, but it has both a personal and an intellectual connection with the spiritual world. Seven can tend to be a bit of a recluse, happier with its books and its internet connection than with other people. It spends most of its time in study and contemplation and doesn't put much importance on things like socializing with others. Over time, this lack of social involvement 
will turn seven even more inward. And while it expands its knowledge, it minimizes its life experiences, making it hard to forge new friendships or find romantic partners. Seven can be secretive, holding its cards close to its chest. It's not so much that it's trying to hide secrets. It's just that it doesn't feel like everyone needs to know everything about it right now. The problem with that is that it's hard to genuinely connect with others if they can't learn anything about you. Because of its insatiable need to know all the things, Seven will look below the surface, assuming that there's more to the story. It can ruin a good thing by making assumptions and accusations or digging for answers when there just aren't any. Its suspicion can ruin the relationships it does manage to have. Since it can easily find flaws in almost any system, Seven tends to be a perfectionist, which is a form of fear. Fear of failure, fear of success, fear of the unknown, and fear of not being enough all lie at the heart of perfectionism. Fear of failure because Seven doesn't want to let anybody down. Fear of success because what if it can't keep succeeding? Fear of the unknown because it wants, it needs to know everything and fear of not being enough and being found out to be a fraud. Seven will often assume there's fault, so it's important that it balances out its natural skepticism with open-mindedness. Not everything will go according to plan, but that's what makes life fun. The suit of pentacles deals with the external or physical level of consciousness and mirrors situations involving your health, work, finances, and creativity. It has to do with what we make of our surroundings, how we create, shape, transform, and grow them. On a more intellectual level, pentacles are related to ego, self-esteem, and self-image. Pentacles are associated with the element earth, which is supremely tactile and tangible. It creates the foundation from which everything grows and develops, and it supports and nurtures plants and trees. Earth is stable, grounded, supportive, and fertile. It takes in nutrients and sunbeams, then uses that energy to sustain all the life that grows from it. I use the Unicorn Tarot deck for all my tarot readings, written by Suzanne Starr and illustrated by Liz Hilton, both for the free readings I do every day for you folks and the paid ones I do through chrisjuddtarot.com. That's K-R-I-S-S-J-U-D-D-tarot.com. Should you ever want a personalized reading, you can reach out to me there or email me at chris at chrisjuddtarot.com. In this deck, the Seven of Pentacles depicts a man sitting in the grass in a hooded brown robe. Brown for safety, security, groundedness, dependability, and resilience. He's looking down at the pentacles strewn across the ground in front of him. His unicorn companion stands next to him, also looking at the pentacles. The Seven of Pentacles is all about long-term planning. If you haven't done any, it's time to start. Whatever it is that you're wanting to begin or to grow, you can begin manifesting it now. But you need to have patience. Growing a crop takes time just as growing so you can reach your goals does. Keep the bigger picture in mind and know that the energy, time, and effort you put in now 
are crucial for a bountiful harvest. You'll have a positive outcome when you remember to put in that time and effort. Keep your eye on the prize. If you stay the course, you'll reach your goals. For my podcast listeners, I also draw an oracle card. I use the Rebel deck with the Oracle with Attitude. Its cards are saucy, foul-mouthed, and direct, much like me. Today's card says, what the hell are you waiting for? Get that shit done. If you are waiting for a sign, well, here it fucking is. We've seen this card before. It's a reminder from the universe that you need to take action now. That's the only way you'll see results in the future. The only way you'll have that bountiful harvest you're after. Quit screwing around and act. Quit hemming and hawing and act. Quit procrastinating and act. Action is the only, only, only thing that's going to get you where you want to go. And it has to come first before motivation. Motivation follows action. You have to act like you're motivated in order to be motivated. I remember reading once that the largest engine in the New York City subway system could be prevented from moving if you put a one-inch block of wood in front of its right drive wheel. But that same engine, moving at speed, can punch through a six-foot-thick steel wall. If you let a teeny tiny piece of wood prevent you from moving forward, whatever that block represents, usually fear, you're never going to get the outcomes you want in life. Kick it to the fucking curb and move the fuck on. If you're waiting for a sign, well, here it fucking is. I believe in you. We'll see you tomorrow.